AM 950 Radio, The Matt McNeil Show. Uh, it is your Wednesday edition of the show. Good to be with you today. 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. Usually Jeff Stein joins us today, but right out of the gate. Well, I'll let you know, Jack Rice is going to join us to talk about some legal matters with him coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. But right now, if you are not following the Blue Amp YouTube channel, you are just plain wrong. Cliff Schechter is kind enough to join us today to talk about the, well, I guess the WWE that the Congress that has become, has become lately. Uh, Cliff, once again, at YouTube slash C Schechter. It's the Blue Amp channel. If you're not subscribed, you're just plain wrong. Cliff, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Always a pleasure, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I, I I will say in Minneapolis right now, it is like 65 degrees. For mid-November, not normal in any capacity whatsoever. So there is this there is this kind of stunned belief, I think, for most Minnesotans right now as they're walking around very outside. strange, but very nice. Yeah. Up there. Oh. You know, at this point, not just uh, – I literally – you know, I've got two different businesses. You mentioned my YouTube, and I – have an email fundraising business and on both with both businesses i'm working with consultants who are based in minneapolis there you go so it seems like it's a message you know from somewhere whatever you believe in the force you know i don't know but but uh i, I think with that and you and i I think I, I need to make my way up to Minneapolis again. It's been too many years. Well, you get you get up here, and it's we'd love to have you. If we, if you do come up here, we got to make sure something we do something where maybe uh, the listeners can stop on by and say hi. Uh, they would love to see you because you are absolutely one of my, if not, I think the probably the the favorite guest I have on the show. So are you sure you're not overestimating? And like three people would come by. It and, would probably be you know, three. In, and, like old muffins from like a week ago or something like that. You know? <laughs> It'd be three people, two of them family members of me. So, you know, it, it, so it, there you it, go. we can do it at my house. I'll make dinner. <laughs> we'll do it that way. Um, okay. I We got to go. This is getting, this is just getting embarrassing. I mean, you and I have talked over the years that ever since the, you know, when, when Carl Rove and Dick Cheney back in 2004 welcomed in the insane far right into the party because they were going to lose they needed foot soldiers to help them win that election, so they brought them on in. We saw the immediate effect of that in 2008 with Sarah Palin, a wildly unqualified individual as the vice presidential candidate. And gradually nationwide, you have seen more and more of these loon bins getting into Congress. Now, you and I have talked about the House, but we need to start talking about the wildly unqualified individuals who are getting into the U.S. Senate I mean, we could. We Are you can... talking about Mark Wayne, Jim Bob, Billy Bob Thornton, Jimmy Johns, uh, whatever his last name is? Yeah, apparently, it is, you know, he starts spitting into his hands and making fists in a setting hearing only to have. Oh, Mark Wayne. <laughs> He's a tough guy, that Mark Wayne. He even can take pictures showing biceps with like 47 guns. I mean, you know, I don't mean to cut you off. No. The stereotype that that man is of like. The classic weak, flaccid, pathetic Republican who thinks that they are tough because they surround themselves with guns and use tough talk. I mean, it, it, it doesn't get any better than him. Um, <laughs> you know, the thing is, is, is there's the fun part of it, which is how do you not make fun of these clowns? And how does anybody 
And I know how. I mean, it's, again, the distribution system out there. It's Fox News. It's local talk radio. It's, it's, you, it's, it's the Internet. It's whatever. Where these people are, their minds are just turned to mush. And even if they don't like Republicans, what Republicans are very good at convincing people of are, well, you may not like us and we may be horrible, but they're even worse. Yep. And they somehow keep themselves in power even, you know, I don't believe 45 or 47% really like Trump. I think it's the usual one third you find in democratic republics who will support fascism. But I think there's another 13, 14, 15% that they keep around with those kinds of emails and that kind of garbage where they've convinced them all these lies about Joe Biden and his family. And that's what led to one of those fights with Jim Comer because the clown from Kentucky there who wants to go after Biden for loaning money to his brother. And guess what? Comer lent money to his brother. Like there's no, there's nothing against the law about that anyhow, but, but they're trying to turn this into a scandal. And thank, thankfully, <clears throat> Jared Moskowitz, I, I'm loving this new brand of younger Democrat who will not take their crap anymore, will not shut up when told, who are standing up for our values and realizing you need to be aggressive and progressive. And he just yelled back at him and said, yeah, then why don't we have you? So why don't we subpoena you? Why don't you sit in front of a committee? Explain your explain your very your various uh, loans to your brother. And that's the thing is, is that I'll summarize it like this. Um, you brought up 2004, but we've gone in various phases, starting with what I would call you know, ground zero clown, which is Newt Gingrich. In yes. 1994. And we've gone in phases. You brought up 2004 when they invited them in around the anti-marriage amendments. 2008 with Palin, the Tea Party in 2010, and go on and on and on. But the end result of all of this is, is that you now have a party, cult parties and like anything, you know, companies, any group is defined by their culture. And the culture of the Republican Party now is one of violence, yep. is one of threats, and it is one of absolutely positively not believing in democracy. They do not believe in the will of the people. They do not believe in our founding document. They do not believe in the democratic political culture of this country. They don't believe who gets the most votes wins. They believe in none of that. And that's been a 25-year process, you know, that's been happening. Well, and, you're pointing uh, at me. I don't know if you're pointing I'm, at me. I'm just, you, I'm just pointing to, if, if you're watching the show, you, you it's radio for your eyes. It is, we, we stream the show up on the social media pages. Cliff is kind enough to join us on video today, which is just incredibly cool. I, I appreciate oh, that. And from now on, if you'll let me, I'll, I like I'll, this video thing. All right, let's do it by all means. <clears throat> okay, you and I, let's just, let's just take this quickly. Johnny Bowflex there from Oklahoma, uh, he thinks he's going <laughs> to take down a Teamster. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see that guy. Would, oh my God, that team, sir. I'm scared of that guy looking at him. <laughs> he fun. would break him over his knee. I mean, yeah. it's it's just you can look at uh, Senator Mullen. You look at guys, and I can say this because I was in the military. You you can look at a guy and tell when a guy, when it comes to you know the the fists start to fly, uh, you know that, that that's the guy that's wetting themselves in the corner, and that's Senator Mullen, and that really is the truth. You can just he's a tough guy. He He's knew, the one hiding. Yeah. He knew he was never going to go down there. He knew it was all theatrics. He knew it. I give Bernie Sanders a lot of credit because he embarrassed the credit credit of him. Bernie playing the peacemaker. Nice. Well, I guess that 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 should be Bernie's role in a way, concerning <laughs> his background, but. Uh, but 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 certainly Bernie can can get a little uh, vociferous himself with the hands and the and he was like, hey sit down and actually <laughs> the dude sat down. So that's how tough Mark, Mark Wayne Billy Bob Thornton is. Is that like when when uh, Bernie Sanders told him to sit down, a guy who's like eighty, he was like, 
you know, and gray and disheveled. He's like, oh, I'm sitting down right away. Yeah. Um, but it, you're right. It's all the, I think he clearly has a temperament problem. Oh yeah. He's clearly not that intelligent. He certainly shouldn't be in the U S Senate, but that goes for so many people. And I think in the end, he stood up out of his temp, you know, temper, but clearly he wasn't going to go anywhere. Uh, I mean, you know, he was going to stand up and try to huff and puff and look like a tough guy, but nothing was going to happen. And, and that I think the key there is just that these guys, these insecure, wimpy, weak guys who make up the Republican Party, they're used to bullying and they're used to people backing down. And the thing they cannot fathom and can't stand is this guy in the Teamsters, you know, what, this started before today. I did a video on the on the back and forth between these two guys three or six months ago or whatever, when he insulted this guy. I, I wish I knew the guy's name in the Teamsters. I should. He insulted him, and he didn't do what so many of these witnesses do, which is just sit there and take it. He responded and insulted him back. And Mark Wayne there just cannot stand it. He can't stand it. He doesn't just get to call people names and not get a response. So he, the guy responded and responded on social media too and whatever, and now he's all big mad because – because his insecurities are showing. Sean O'Brien, by the way, I believe is the yeah. the name of the Sean teamster. Sean O'Brien, you're a good man. I salute you. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I'm smart enough not to take on a teamster, man. I mean, I mean I'm a big oh, guy, okay. but come I, on. I know, listen, I know when I'm too weak. I, I, I don't have to try to act tough. That teamster would kick my butt, and I know it. So I'm good with that. Let the Senate is in the past. The Senate has been the pristine zone. The Senate you've had, but now, I mean, Tommy Tuberville, he's the dumbest person who has ever served in Congress and he's a Senator. And that is blows my mind. You have Rand Paul out there. You got Ted Cruz out there. There are these, you know, it's not what it once was. it, It really is amazing to me that what used to be kind of, okay, sure. We'll let you go to the howler monkey exhibit. That's the U S house, but you need to have some, you know, pedigree to get up here. And the reality is, is, in these red states where Democrats have no chance, it once again, it it levitates towards the most extreme right brick dumb individual. And and as long as you can grunt the loudest, that's the guy who's going to win. And I mean, it's you are going to create more of a problem for the Republican Party. I'm not trying to help them by any means, right. but this is not you're not going to have a majority of these grunters in the senate and so all it does is make you your make your brand look worse and worse and worse yeah and look it hasn't even gotten as bad as it can get i hate to say that but but look ted cruz is from texas which is a barely lean red state at this point is almost purple he almost he only beat beto o'rourke by two and a half points colin allred who's the real deal is running against him and could beat him josh hawley's in missouri now that's more red than texas but it's still more of a 10-point, 12-point red state where everybody hates Hawley so much and he's got a veteran running against him too that he, there's a chance he could lose. What I'm saying is look at what happens now when Mitt Romney steps down. We're going to get some nothing less than something crazy from Utah. Um, you can We can dislike Mitt Romney, and I would sit here and I would tell you he's wrong about all sorts of things. 90% of what he believes, I think, is, is fundamentally wrong. But when it came to having the decorum of a senator, he has that. I promise you what comes next from Utah, a small, mostly rural state, will not have that. And we don't even have the worst yet of mm. North Dakota, South Dakota, some of these places where there are more cows than people. They're going to they're, they're literally they're going to send 
they're craziest people. So, I mean, well, the sad thing is I don't know that it gets better. It's going to get worse. You know politics better than I do. I mean, are, are there are there goalies, safeguards in some of these Republican states, say like a Dakota or, you know, uh, in, in, in maybe in – because Utah, I mean, although Lee is kind of an idiot – uh, I'll say this, but you mean not kind of. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's, he's in that same class with Cruz and with the, you know, and with all those guys. He tried to help Trump overthrow the election. Yeah, he's a complete clown. He's right there with Rand Paul and Ted Cruz. But do you do you think there are some Republican states where they have actually had some, you know, some level of of okay, you know, we we can't allow you know, a Marjorie Taylor Greene to become the nominee in, in Georgia, per se. We've got to have some standards. Is there been any Republican state to your mind that's been able to, to quell this this trend? I mean, here and there, when the far right splits and it's a multi-candidate primary, mm-hmm. somebody who's more center-right can sneak through. Otherwise, the only examples I can give you are those who've been around for a while, and while I can't stand her, at least she's, you know, she's a liar, at least she has a temperament of, you know, befitting the Senate, which is Susan Collins, you have to you have that kind of name recognition. So if you have a famous name like your name is Mitt Romney or a famous name like your name is Lisa Murkowski because your dad was Frank Murkowski, you can you can win in those places. But uh, but and you can win as somebody who may be wrong on most things, as I would say, but at least is temperamentally fits into the Senate. But what I'm saying is short of that, no, I don't think there are any safeguards anymore in the Republican Party. I think other than than People running in Republican primaries who have big enough names to stave off the nuts. The only other way it's going to happen is if the the nuts split the vote. There's enough of them in a multi-candidate primary. So somebody who's not a complete loon can slip through. I mean, I hate to say that. And there may be a few states where there's exceptions I don't know about. But for the most part, that this is what we got. I mean, if we lose Cassidy from from Louisiana... Look at what we're going to get next. Look at that governor they just elected. He's a complete lunatic. I mean, uh, Cassidy voted for, you know, Louisiana is probably one of the five or six most conservative states in the union. And, and they've got one of the seven senators that voted to convict Donald Trump. The minute Cassidy leaves, whatever follows him will be worse. Well, and I was just down there. And it is really interesting because you'd think New Orleans, because of the population there, New Orleans would control the politics there. But I think because they've embraced so much of that drinking culture, come down here, and all the problems that come with something like that, I think that even in a democratic city like New Orleans, that you basically get you know a, an appeal towards the Republican side. I'll tell you what, we got to take well, it's a. Also, br- cities and suburbs versus the the rural areas, and I don't think New Orleans is big enough to make up for the rural. I, I that's I think there's a fair point there too. Uh, Cliff, let's take a quick break. We'll come on back. I want to talk about the embracing of fascism. That it's it's you know totalitarianism 101 coming from Trump right now. Cliff Schechter, kind enough to join us. We'll take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, the Matt McNeil Show. Cliff Schechter, kind enough to join us today on a Wednesday. Uh, Cliff, uh, I mean, Colbert last night broke this down better than most news outlets do. Trump himself is really becoming 
okay, if you're going to cosplay Hitler, you better take off the costume every once in a while. But here he is talking about he's the vermin that he's going to round up. He's got, uh, you know, he, he's basically uh, bragging about, you know, crowd sizes, comparing himself to Hitler. He is, uh, you know, he was refusing to leave office. We now find out that he their, their initial plan was that he just wouldn't leave, although it would have been hilarious watching General Miley drag his butt out of that, that White House. That would have been funny. Uh, and then, of course, now you have this new plan for them if they get into office, concentration camps, rounding people up. This is part of their platform. And the scariest part is, is I don't hear one damn Republican saying, no, 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 we're not going down this path. No, I mean, it's only, again... The, the, the thing that has sort of been the constant factor through all of this and all this, I mean, the Trump era, even though, again, there were many issues before that where people should have spoken out. Few did. Most didn't. But let's talk the Trump era is they all suddenly get, you know, real much louder voices when they're out of office. And it's not to yeah. say that I don't give credit. Look, I give credit to Liz Cheney, who in the end probably threw away a career, though, what you know, thank you for standing up for the Constitution, which you're supposed to, um, and and decided to vote for impeachment and go after Donald Trump. She said something, and she literally compared Ronna McDaniel for refusing to criticize him on the Sunday shows to a Nazi collaborator. And she used the word Nazi, um, which I, I, so you get some of that. I just wish more of them. I mean, the fact that, that, that Mitt Romney, he's still sitting in office right now, even though he's told us he's not running for re-election, it would make a much bigger deal if he endorsed Joe Biden right now than later. And he could even say, look, I don't even like Joe Biden's policies. I disagree with most of them. I think most of them are, you know, are wrong. But in the end, this is about American democracy. And I don't understand why these folks, especially the ones who know they're leaving, can't do that. Kinzinger just did that, but he's gone already. I mean, you know, it would it really would help if people while they were in office would do this. Well, and I was, okay, so I was at the World War II Museum in New Orleans on Veterans Day. And one of the segments in there, and by the way, if you've not gone, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. They have a, a section on the, the how the American government rounded up the Japanese people and put them into concentration camps. And one of the things which was really very hard to hear was some of the people in their stories of, you know, they were kicked out of their house and before they were even driven away, their neighbors were ransacking their house and pulling all their stuff out and taking it. And I think we are kind of at a point here again where where guys like, you know, Johnny Bowflex from Oklahoma in the Senate and uh, and and Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're really exposing this right wing id where it's a I'm upset with my life. My life hasn't worked out. I look at other people. I wish I had their stuff. Why is my life a curse? Oh, I'll just as opposed to try to make their life better. I think that there's this I'm going to punish the people I disagree with ideologically. And yep. then I'm going to I'll keep my health, my, my Medicare, my medic, my my uh, uh, my Social Security. I'll keep that. They can't have it. And and we're going to round them up to make sure that they're not liberals because liberals are like commies. And oh, by the way, I'll get to ransack their house, too, while they're in the camp. I, I kind of think that this is the reason why all this is happening is there's this hyper aggression within the right where they just they 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 are at the point where. They so desperately don't want to look in the mirror and say, I'm the problem, 
that they're to the point where, okay, fine, let's just round up all the people we like and then I'll just take all their stuff and I'll be successful that way. Yeah, I mean, look, you need a psychiatrist to figure to figure it all out. But I mean, that's for a good reason. I mean, there's, you know, numerous books have been written on this. I mean, it, it, it's resentment. It's class envy. It's, you know, LBJ's once famous phrase, and this applies to more than just these two groups now, but, he, you know, what he always said about Republicans, as long as they could make the, the lowest white man feel like he was above the highest black man, then they would win his vote. And but now extend that to women and Jews and Muslims and liberals. the LGBTQ community, liberals. But, you know, it, it's it, it, they're driven by resentment and hatred. And and you're exactly right, because it, it, it's complete hypocrisy. It has nothing to do with their stated beliefs. We need to cut spending. And as I said earlier, you know, they're 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 grabbing hand over fist PPP loans. They're refusing to pay back and they're taking their Social Security. They're taking their. Their Medicare, they're taking farm subsidies in cases where they often, they often don't even deserve to get them based on their farms. Like they'll take any government money they can get their grubby hands on. But but if you're an immigrant or you're you know somebody else, they'll attack the hell out of you. Again, it's hatred, it's resentment, it's it comes from a place of self-loathing. That they're not in the station they wanted to be in life. They haven't achieved what they thought they would achieve, whether it's financially, whether it's lack of respect from their peers, whether it's failing relationships, whatever it might be. And instead of looking inward, instead of trying to improve their lives, as long as they can feel better than the others out there, the highest you know, of the others out there in their low position, they're good. Mm-hmm. And the Republican Party plays in that you know, beautifully. And it used to be that it was just the Republican Party playing into it for campaigns and faking it, right? They would open Pandora's box and think they could shut it again. The problem is, is that not only did they radicalize people, they and their media along the way to believe this garbage, but then those the people they radicalized started running for office themselves. And what do you know? Ted Cruz and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates started winning because once you've radicalized all of their constituents to be as insane as they are, that's who they want to send, people just like them. And here we are. Well, it, it, it's you're spot on as always, man. You're spot on, and it it does make me concerned because I do think this is going to get worse before it gets better. I think it will get better, but I think that you know it is. You can see where this is going right now, and I think it's going to have to take something very shocking and something that even Republicans will have to condemn for them to basically start saying, okay, we need to wake up from this. And uh, hopefully that comes. By the way, I want to make sure I mentioned uh, your your YouTube channel has been exceptional lately. You have been out Thank there you. putting out tons of new content, uh, which that's one thing I like. I mean, it's almost a video a day for you at this point. Even sometimes I think it's more. Yeah, yeah it's, you're, you're, you're putting out great content, tons of it, and you're just spot on. Your analysis is spot on every damn time, man. Well, thank you. Do you like the jokes too? Because we fit those in there when we can. All right, I'll, I'll send you some notes. <laughs> no, 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 the jokes are good. No, the, jokes like are good. Jokes. No, the jokes are I'm good. Not, I'm the, the, the jokes um, are good. The jokes are good. Doing it as much as possible. We just uh, we just broke thirty thousand subscribers. Nice, which is pretty exciting. So let's uh, you know, it's, for anybody who wants to come by, it's just it, well, you can actually see it. I think if you're watching here, but if you're not watching, it's C Schechter. Um, at, you know, youtube.com C Schechter, C S C H E C T E R. Please come by and join. We are going to, we do put out videos every day, some days two a day. Uh, we're trying to, you know, there's too much out there. 
when you've got four different fights going on in Republican Congress and we've got to cover all of them. When my, Kevin McCarthy is sucker punching what's his face, yeah, we, in the we didn't even get to that. We didn't even I know, get to Tolar that. And what's his face are yelling at each other, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is 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 trying to insult Rosa DeLauro by calling her eighty, and then Rosa DeLauro is reminding Marjorie Taylor Greene there's actually a House and a Senate uh, and a President for a bill to go through. Like how many different, uh, you know, I could do 20 videos a day and not cover it all. You're doing a fantastic job covering a lot of it there. I'll make sure I link to everything on social media. One real quick final thing. Bengals win tomorrow night versus the Ravens. I have to go with yes because it's our season. I mean, we had a close game with the Texans and we lost it and we should have won it after beating San Francisco and Buffalo. And like, this is it. I mean, if we we lose this one, I would say that, that we're... We're in deep trouble. Right. So I'm going to go with we win. All righty. Cliff Schechter, once again, uh, the uh, Blue Amp channel on YouTube. I'll link to everything a little bit later on. Cliff, my show is better when you're on it, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Thanks a lot, my friend. Take Thanks care. Thanks for having me. Cliff Schechter, outstanding today. Outsta- outstanding every day. And if you are not on his YouTube channel, you're just wrong. Let's take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. 